Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Opremian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Vigarito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, as we broadcast live from Miami Mike Sports Zone, Route 10, East Hanover, New Jersey. And we'll take you up to the Monday Night Football game tonight as the New York Giants uh, travel out to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. And, of course, the Miami Dolphins uh, off their Thursday night game uh, lost 22-7 to to the Cincinnati Bengals. So that has been the talk of the week, and um, there's been a lot of echoes uh, coming from the performance of the Miami Dolphins in that game. And, and uh, I'm sure we'll have uh, 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 some bold statements uh, as well. I know my uh, partner in crime, Rich, certainly will. So without further ado, let me uh, welcome in uh, Rich Van Zandt to the show. Uh, you know, Rich, you know, this is weird when you broadcast on a Monday when there's like that, that big gap from a Thursday night game. But this has been a little different than, than normal as the Dolphins, you know, basically late in eight against the Bengals. Something that, you know, I, I don't think we really anticipated, although it was certainly uh, in the realm of, of, of capability. But um, I think more so than that, it exposed a lot of areas to the Miami Dolphins. The entire week has basically been um, talk about the Miami Dolphins and uh, just basically their incompetence on the football field. But the one that, that, that has been brought to the, the center of it all has been Ryan Tannehill. And, and even on a national basis, as uh, Colin Coward uh, is, is one guy that has basically come on and, and, and done you know a show devoted to that where he calls him out and says it's time to move on. There's been a lot of people defending Ryan Tannehill, though, I must say, since it's come out, uh, probably more so than our bashing him. But then that brings to the forefront, what, what is the actual problem? Because we know how bad the offensive line is, but he hasn't been, he, he certainly didn't play very well on Thursday night. Um, let's start there. Uh, bad loss, 42-7. to The Dolphins really looked outmatched with a team they should not have been outmatched with. They start off the game with, you know, a 70-yard touchdown pass or whatever it was to, to Kenny Stokes in an aggressive formation, a four-wide receiver formation with the tight end, and you never seen that formation again. It was no. like too successful, so put it back in the book. I what do you end up with, 40 more yards for the game or something, or 50 more yards for the game? Something terrible like that, right? You're, you're talking about yeah, Tannehill? Yeah, maybe 100 more yards for the game. But it was it was pretty bad. 74 in the well, first pass. He ended up at 189. Okay, so he threw for like a little more than 100 right. the rest of the game. After right. the second play of the game. That's pretty bad. I mean, you know, look, we've been defending Ryan a long time. I don't know. He's had a terrible offensive line. Now he has no running game. The offensive line's still not better. But... His play is regressed. I mean, it's, I don't see any big improvement here. You know, I see guys coming in the league that are seventh-round draft picks from last year, you know, that are throwing four touchdowns and 300 yards, and I just don't see that from him. There's too many three-and-outs. There's too many mistakes. Too many balls batted down at the line. You know, and you see the constant mistakes over and over. doesn't look good. The ball's batted down. That's a huge thing that we need to address because that, that, that more than anything else, was what, what hurt him in, in, in the last game. Now, he, if you look at his numbers, you, know, you won't get a sense of, of how the game went because he's 15 for 25 with 189 yards and a touchdown. And you could look at that, and, and I'm sure that there's some very, very good performances and wins that quarterbacks may have that, you know, uh, in a very conservative, you know, team or whatever. Yeah, we have to be conservative team with a de- good defense. But this yeah. was not the case. Yeah. This was a case of a team that needed offense, and every time there was a big play, the ball was batted he down. Terrible. He did not look terrible. You know, look, this is a team when they're like third and five, third and six, you feel like they're not getting it. 
Yeah, third down has been not only the enemy, but it, it has absolutely been the demise of this. But team. I'm, I'm saying like third and half, like third yeah, and five. Third down. I said that's third like down. A, that's that is like a problem. Like when you think five yards is insurmountable, that's pretty pathetic. Yeah, well, Rich, I said third down. It doesn't yeah. really matter. But I'm saying third, 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 third and short. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, it's, it's been atrocious all year. It was exposed. Um, I still think he checks down too much. I th- think he still goes to the underneath guy too much. You know, I don't see them opening it up at all. I mean, yeah, okay, bad offensive line, you don't have a lot of time, but he doesn't move out of the pocket like I think he should on more occasions. You know, I think he stands in there too much. Deer in the headlights, look, gets sacked, you know. What, he gets sacked five times Thursday night? It's inexcusable. Yeah, it, it was really ugly. I mean, yeah. it, it really was. They got dominated um, really from almost start to finish. And I mean, they got to make a decision with the running backs. You can't have this four rotation guy thing going on. It's not going to work out. That that that's that's just a a recipe for disaster. All right. So one thing that is striking me on this whole thing for the whole week, and talking to you throughout it, and I think one of the things you said to me was, "Wouldn't you love to have uh, Gillespie back?" And we're talking about all the roster moves, and, and I didn't think that way, but. From what you're saying, and I've, I've heard it from other people as well, but primarily from you, you really think that the lack of the running game is, is a major, if not the major contributor. To well, I think it's so offense. bad at this point that it's a liability. So, like, you know, now, now you go after a quarterback who really hasn't emerged with a bad offensive line, and you just key on him, and you don't have to worry about the running game. It's really not too hard to stop this offense. Well, I agree that the um, the running game is certainly not there. But I didn't really notice it like non-existent. Like they, they I, I seen them kind of get behind and never really use it. And once in a while, they would break off a nine-yard run or something. So there was moments where guys ran on them. But I know what you mean. When you need to run, you certainly you can't. Can. You can't get a third and two. No. I mean, it's ridiculous. No, you can't run when you need to run. That's no. for darn sure. And and I, I guess I just look at it like, yeah, okay, let, let's address the four running back by committee thing. And, and you know, that, does that ever work? Well, when, the, when you have four starting running you backs, no that means you don't have one. Right. And it's the same with quarterbacks, right? Yep. When you have two, same you don't back. have any. So, yep. you know, I mean, even when you have two running backs, it's a problem. But this four running back thing, a little bit ridiculous. I mean, we've been kind of putting up with it for a little bit, you know, but um, it, it, it's getting a little bit ridiculous. Yards and Drake had 15, and I can't imagine that um, they had too many yards combined the other two, Damian Williams and, and Pete. Um, six six yards for six attempts for, for 33 yards is what a Jai had. So it comes out a little bit over five, five and a half yards. But like you said, when you need to get them, those stats wouldn't be there like that. And Drake had two carries for 15 yards. So he was able to get, you know, yardage when he did run the ball. But it was, again, at inopportune times or times when it wasn't really an expected run or something that, you know, needed to be done. So that, that, that would be my, you know... My problem with that, I guess I would say, you know. These are issues that aren't going to get any better, you know, unfortunately. I mean, they're not all of a sudden going to find a running game and find an offensive line. You know, this team was gutted in the offseason, you know. Teams that are building towards a championship don't let 17 players go the same day. I think they had 16 guys leaving free agency in one day. And that doesn't happen. You can't survive that. No. I mean, it's like the way this team is – it's almost like an, it's an expansion team, the way it's, like, formulated right now. You know, there's no core to build around. Yeah. I, I actually have the other two just to give you an idea. Damian Williams had two attempts for nine yards, and he had three for five. So – uh, on a whole, you're looking at 29, uh, 15, uh, 62 yards is what you have between the four running backs. Yeah, and, and some of that was when the game was out of reach, yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know how much of that was. Well, they, they were still right. They were running in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They were. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's a problem. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a problem that is, like you said, is not going to necessarily get corrected. I don't know that you have enough – talent on this roster to do what they want to do. I don't think you do. Well, I don't know. Can you understand what they're trying to do? Because, I don't know, this offense doesn't look any different than it did look last year. I mean, it actually looks worse. 
I don't know if it looks worse because I think you forget how it looked at certain points last year. But that being said, I, I mean, you look at the um, the the way that they're running the third downs, and I think that says it all. That's all you need to know what you're doing on yeah. third down. Um, I mean, I don't I don't see this this quarterback guru that we were supposed to have here. Yeah. The one thing I do see is that um, you basically have Stills, who shows that he's able to get open at times. Yeah. Deep play. And, and once again, it seems. Once again, it's always in the beginning of the game. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then they must change it where he's not. Do they? I don't know. They never we don't see it. It's hard to tell watching it on TV. It's hard to tell. I mean, I don't ever see him waving his hand that they don't re- replay that scene, but who knows? He, they never go to that. Again. Uh, that, that formation again. No. It was so successful. Why don't you go to that? In a game that obviously became an offensive game that you needed to. That's typical NFL. You don't really see that in anything. If, it, if a play works, they usually don't go back to it. You know? They don't do it like they used to where they beat a play to death until somebody stops it. Well, that's fine. I'm okay with that. But I think what I'm saying is they don't even go to the formation. No, I got you. Yeah, I know. the other things in that formation. I don't understand that. At least send Sterling's deep and hit somebody else maybe, you know. There's got to be other ways around it. Um, But I can tell already you you don't seem to be impressed with the Adam Gase. No, I don't see any. Are you? I mean, I like the way he conducts himself in some ways, and I think it was it's much different than it has been in the past. But results are it's a result oriented league, and the results aren't there. Yeah, I don't. I don't, don't see from it. I don't see anything. I don't even see anything to work on. I mean, you're a missed field goal from Cleveland away from being 0 4, even though some people have a so far. Yeah, <laughs> on CBS yesterday they showed Buffalo's future schedule, and they had us at 0 4. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, when you look at it like that, no, there's not a lot of room to be excited about. There were some other upsets in the league that you can, you know, look at that maybe put a smile on your face in some ways and you can get an upset by the Buffalo. The problem is I look at this roster and I look at the gaping holes. And I don't even see – I don't even see, like, the light at the end of the tunnel here. I mean, if you gave me this organization now, I mean, I wouldn't even know where to start. Well, let, let, let's start with the gaping holes. Give me an area of concern. Like, what's the first area of Secondary. concern? Secondary. Okay, so let's let's go, um, and and I guess uh, you want to start with the corners? Yep. Uh, okay. You, you, you have a lot of young corners. I mean, basically, that whole secondary is young, right? I mean, you have Xavier Howard, who really, really was exposed. I mean, that's hard. A.J. Green, yep. uh, no number on him that is still going on right yep. now. Well, I mean, it is... Yeah, he wasn't the only guy on him. It was, it was that guy Hewitt. But it seemed like Howard was the one yeah. that was getting but he, he was the, the one that bounced off him, and right. he, he had like four, I think four receptions were definitely that guy Hewitt, who's terrible. Uh, yeah, and I don't have a... Lippitt? Got, uh, Tony Lippitt, that's the that's the guy they drafted that was a receiver that they switched to a cornerback. Right. He's awful, though. Jordan Lucas. Never heard of him. Byron Maxwell, of course. Byron Maxwell is bench for Hewitt. And you're still paying the monster salary oh, there. he's getting paid a ridiculous amount. That's part of that lovely Tannehill, Tannebaum trade to, you know, that we went from eighth pick in the draft down to 16. Right. You know, with, uh, with the Eagles. Yeah. Where we got we got Kiko Alonso and Maxwell and had to take on two contracts that were probably going to be cut anyway. Right, and we traded eight spots in the first round. I mean, eight spots in the first round. Sometimes they get you another first round pick for another year, you know, to, to make that trade. Right, and we got two veteran, horrible players that we're going to get cut. They could have got for free that we had to that we had to take on their ridiculous contracts. Yeah, that's what I'm about for salary reasons. That's that's when you have somebody running your team that has no business being near this team. He's awful. He he let he basically decimated this roster in two years. And then Bobby McCain. I mean, that's Bobby your, McCain. That's your well, other yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a problem right there. There's some young guys. I don't think you can afford to have those guys. You know, uh, I don't think it's going to get better, like you're saying. No. And and, and I'm going to be honest with you. You're not getting a lot of relief when I get to these safeties now, with the exception of Rashad, who's a pro bowler. Yeah, he's our best defensive player, but, I mean, he can't do it all by himself. No, and he'll start getting exposed or, yeah, or injured if, it, if it's put on him. Yeah, he'll come up limping in a few weeks. Because, I mean, you got, you know, Abdul Kudis. <laughs> Walt Aikens, Rashad Jones, Michael Thomas. I, I mean, yeah. there, there's not enough there to compensate for what's going no. on in the secondary. So, when I mean, you look at that roster, 
That's terrible. I mean, we don't have one good corner. No, you really don't. You don't have one that's no. really going to protect the fort. Or, no. And, you know, and listen, I got to be honest with you. I know we had an off year last year, and I know all the stuff that came, but Greg Grimes was your guy. Yeah. Two years ago, we had a fantastic year. Last year, he was definitely off, but never off like this. Hey, I didn't want him back, but I didn't want him replacing with this. Well, that's the thing. If you Okay, you're going to go in another direction. There was a lot of baggage there. I understand that. Yeah. You've got to replace him. That's the thing. You yeah. just can't let all these people go without replacing them. And like we said, you can't let 18 roster guys go and no. replace them. It's impossible. No. It's impossible, you, that number. They, they decimated our depth this year. They decimated it. That quick. You can't. It, you, you basically turn this organization to an expansion team. Yeah. That's you you really can't. It's, it's ridiculous. Because the depth, that's where you win. Yeah. It, 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 that's where the you got not guys that can just plug in the know the system right. that are there already. I mean, it, it's what they what, what they allowed to happen in this offseason is the disgrace. Correct. And, you know, look, I was hoping I was wrong. But I told huh. you when I hired Mike Tannenbaum, we were, we were done. There's no way that this guy's going to build anything. You know, basically he's been taking it apart since day one. He's awful. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Um, it's, I mean, we have an owner who has no idea what he does. He goes and gets another failed jet executive, which he loves garbage picking off the jet's heap, garbage heap. This guy is a detriment. He's never going to win anywhere he goes. I, I, You know, listen, I can't defend that. The track record is what it Terrible. is, and you can see where his no direction coming This guy has no idea what he's doing. There's been uh, We have a figurehead of, of GM that I feel sorry for. Him. You can't no, even know him. No, I know who he is. Yeah, I know. He's uh, Chris Career. But nobody uh, else knows who he is. If they mention him, they talk about Adam Gaze, Mike Tannenbaum, no, and Ross. I, I know. I they mean, don't even mention this guy. You know, if the guy is like... Such a non-entity, yeah. such a token name yep. guy that you know he's going to take the blame, but you're not. He's not doing anything. It's yep. clearly Mike Tannenbaum's show. It's yep. clearly you know the, the Mike Tannenbaum's moves. It's his draft. It's everything about him. I, you, yeah, it was like it was a perfect example last year. The first time he he oversaw a draft, right? It was this? Yeah. So he's been involved in two, right? We signed Sue to all that money. So what does he do in the second round? He takes another defensive tackle. Man, how asinine is that? It made no sense, and and the line's still not where it should be. But yeah, it made no sense to do that. The Jordan Phillips, so that's what we take in the second round. So you just spent a hundred million dollars on one, and you take another one in the second round. I remember both of us. He doesn't address the quarterbacks this year, and let's go to the linebacking court. How bad is that? It's the worst linebackers in the league. I remember. No, I know we had two out this week, but those two are horrible anyway. I, 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 you know, I recall just looking at each other and shaking our heads like, well, yeah. really? Like, why? Why? Where's the, yeah. you need so many other things right now. Um, and, you know. You, you don't just take best player available. Because, it, it doesn't, you know, if you, if you did that, then what happens if you just keep drafting the same position every day? Best player available. You need the best player you need. I mean, I think, listen, a perfect example of that. You took best player available this year. This year, yeah. you took it, right? Yeah. And even that, on an area that you did need help, but you, uh, of course, not that position. position and everything, yeah. even that hasn't worked out. You know, I mean, it really Well, you're taking a guy that doesn't play tackle. I mean, he played it last week. week but yeah. He played it last week, but you're making a big guy like that a guard. And like, you know, like I said, we all know the reason. It's because Panabom wants to cut Albert's salary next year, yeah. and then he'll be a left tackle next year. That's, right. that's the that's the underlying reason it was done. You know, that's he's always thinking a year ahead of who he can cut next year to save more money on the salary cap. That's all he does. But I must say though, that indicates what his agenda is, but it also may indicate what's the agenda of top. Yeah, and if that's the case. You're never getting Well, I, I told you. I told more you what the agenda of top is. More interested in hosting Super Bowls than being in one. I know. And that's what it is. And, you know, like I heard, we heard from, a, you know, a very good sports writer told us, like, you know, a lot of these GMs, their moves are not so much to get to the next level. It's how long can you keep my job. Yeah, I think that absolutely is the case. This is a good 60% of them in the yep. league, without a doubt. Um, you know, if you don't fall into that upper echelon, well, and you're absolutely like Tannenbaum doesn't know how to build a winning team. No. He has no idea. No. No, how would he? I mean, even no. when he was with Bill Belichick, no. they weren't a winning team. No. And that's the funny thing. He's been riding on those coattails and that name forever, but when he was with them, they weren't successful. As yep. far as I know, he had nothing to do with New England or, or, 
that's no, it. hell no. So, no. He didn't. He wasn't with him since Cleveland. Yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah. you know, he's part of the losing part of Bill yep. Belichick at the early part of his career. All right, quick shout out to our buddy Les uh, Krieger. Hopefully, Les, you're doing well. We're thinking about you here, and uh, can't wait to hear your voice when you when you get better, my friend. We'll take a quick break. Right back after this. Second and nine, and throwing sideline, and he has the record. Irving Squire on the catch. San Marino has now thrown for more yards than anyone else in the history of the National Football League. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pacatella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736. Or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Broadcasting live from Miami Mike Sports Zone, Route 10 East Hanover, New Jersey. Take up some Monday Night Football game tonight, uh, Giants and Minnesota Vikings. Uh, you know, I touched on the topic, but we didn't really get, you know, a definitive feeling or answer. But um, at this point, what's your feeling on Ryan Tannehill? Do you think that Ryan Tannehill can still be this franchise quarterback? Are you still on, you know, a on the Tannehill train, do you think that when this team gets better, he too will get better? Is it an offensive line problem? Is it a, a team problem? Is it a no running back situation? Is it just the fact that this kid's in a terrible situation? And let me add one other footnote to that. <laughs> That's like seven well, questions you asked me. Right? No, I'm just giving areas that it could be, but let me, let me also add to it that Andrew Luck also having a very rough year. Nobody's talking about him in the same sense. No, I know. So, I'm not worried about the Colts, but here, here's the story. I'm definitely falling off the bandwagon a little bit. I thought I would see a little more consistency. I still see the same mistakes. I think there's far too many three and outs. I think he's regressing in that manner. Is it all his fault? No. But when you said, is he going to be okay when the team gets better? What is that happening? I don't see this team getting any better. 
So basically, you think you just ride this whole system out, and then when it completely changes, and, and then what does that include? Does it include the new quote GM? Does it include a new coach? You just got a coach. He's going to be there. Coach, you're going to be there another two years, no matter what, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, at least next year. I mean, if he bombs this year and next year, maybe he goes. I don't know. But you know, I don't. I don't think until Russ decides that he made a colossal blunder by hiring Mike Tannenbaum. Or Ross made a colossal bullet by buying this franchise and getting out himself, we're never going to be successful because as long as you have this incompetent Tannenbaum running this team, you are never going anywhere. You know, never going anywhere. This team's this team is on the verge of becoming the dregs of the league. I don't see those changes taking place anytime soon. Uh, nothing's going to get better then. Do you? I don't know. I don't know what the. Oh, you know. I think there's going to be a big drum beating for Tannenbaum to be out after the end of this year. This team's not going to win more than five games. I don't say it. Big drum beating in South Florida? Yes. Orlando Sentinel had the, you know, had the one article. You know, basically, sounded, it's, it was written like I wrote it. You know, it was basically what I've been saying for over a year. Yeah, it was. Actually, you just said it on the last program. Yep. We're sitting on our last show yep. that you were, you know, you were, and you're not the only one. You may have been the lone voice originally, but a lot of people have heard you. A lot of people have picked up on it. There's no doubt about it. And you bring up some very fair points with it. Um, how much does that translate onto the field? Obviously, roster does. Um, yeah, what scares me, it, you can't fix this in one off season. what's wrong with this team. You can't. You need too much. If you had the greatest draft in the history of the NFL, right, and a, and a tremendous free agency, you couldn't fix this mess. It's too much. If I fix the offensive line, if I fix the offensive line, and I gave you a really solid offensive line, do you think you'd see a major improvement out of Tannehill? I think you'd see an improvement. I don't know. I would love to see him have the opportunity to have that. And, and, you know, and if the offensive line was performing well, does he get sacked like he gets sacked? He got sacked five times last week. Yeah, he had, the offensive line had a terrible game, yeah. too. They, they had the, the full year has been bad. Thing. Yeah, so it's, it's very hard to say because hard to say. we've seen great quarterbacks, a la even Brady and, and, and whatnot, um, to have a very hard time when they have no time, basically. And that's what you're – every week in and week out with this kid. So yeah. when people say we always defend him, well, that's why he gets defended. Because we watch him and we see him. But from the same token, you know, there's a lot of batted down balls. And that's, that's what I hate. That it just drives me crazy because yep. I think there was a lot of converted first downs if you would have got those passes. Why is that happening? He's not short. He's, you know. And it's true, those interceptions are disgusting. I've seen him where he had all the time in the world and he throws it right out of the, out of the defender that he doesn't say. And I still, I still see him locked down on one guy. Yeah. He's not looking around. His picks have not been as high as you would think, but a lot of them were dropped. There's been a lot of picks that were dropped. He's got a lot of picks, though. Well, what does he have this year? He's got at least six. Yes. He had three in one game. Uh -huh. How many does he got? Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. I mean, he had uh, four games now. Eight? Uh, I'm looking at five. Five? He has five interceptions. But like I said, it's a little bit deceiving because he's had a lot of interceptions that weren't really caught. How many touchdowns do you have? Three? He's got six touchdowns, five interceptions. The numbers are never bad when you look at him. I mean, he's got over 1,000 yards already. I know, but that's so, deceiving. It's very deceiving. But, but that's my point, though. My point is that, you know, he's, he's going to have – Every year, if you look at this kid's numbers, every year they went up. Yeah. But you don't see the win loss the results. Stuff, no. No. Like, for example, 2012, his rookie season, which we both thought he had a very good rookie year. Okay? He had 3,294 yards with 12 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. Okay? Now, let's see, keep coming in. He had a high yardage. He had some moments where he had really good games. That Arizona game stands out. The game with Milwaukee. You know, so he had his moments there. But then he comes back the next year, and, he, and, he, and again, he raises the bar. 3,900 yards 
right? And he puts up 24 touchdowns and 17 interceptions. So you're like, okay, he's going in the right direction, right? Comes back the next year, 4,000 yards with 27 touchdowns and only 12 interceptions. So, again, goes up, right? So now he comes into 15, and you're really looking for something to happen. He raises his yardage again to 4,200, okay, with 24 touchdowns again and 12 interceptions. So he's staying about the same. And now we're into this season where you thought it might be a breakout year for this kid, you know, but watching it four in a row, I don't really see it. You don't see it either. But the thing that I'm not catching as much is why are there these knockdown passes and um, just seems like some really questionable plays and, and, and decisions, I guess you would say. Bad decisions. Bad decisions. And again, he's checking down too much, too. Yeah. Always seems to be relying on that running back, you know, that check down thing that gets nothing. You know? Yeah. Too many wide receiver screens being called also, and for which any, I hate. For anybody who doesn't understand what we're saying with check down, it basically means you're looking at your your first option wide receiver, maybe your second wide receiver, but your, your emergency outlet would be to a short guy, like a running back coming out of the backfield or somebody on a very short and, and And he's immediately going to that check down rather than going to option three or option four. You know what he doesn't do? He, he you never see the out pass. You never see the sideline out pass. He never throws that. But that would be a play, right? Wouldn't that? That wouldn't be an no, I'm though, right? that's, oh, Yeah, that's a play. And that's, I don't see why that's not in our repertoire. Now, it gets, like it kills us all the time. Exactly. And if you had that in our repertoire, that would really help yeah. the protection. It would help the first Like down. I said, I'm not impressed with Gaze's offense. I, I, I'm not impressed whatsoever. I think it's very predictable. He runs on first down. He has second along. That, you know, usually second and eight, he'll throw a pass, knock down, then third and eight, and punt. I mean, it doesn't seem to be, you know, there's no flow to this offense. Well, now you hear Omaha coming into this, right? So you you, you got to hear that. Yeah. You know, is, it, is the same offense? Is this the same offense that Peyton Manning ran? Doesn't seem that way. It doesn't, right? It doesn't even resemble it. I, I, I agree. I don't see the similarities either, no. like you should. And that's why, I, you know, I ask, is, is this the same offense? It just doesn't look that run? way. No. There is the, the wide receiving crew. They, they have good wide receivers. Yes. Yeah. Meaning that they have very good wide receivers coming into the year. And that those four would be special. Yeah, well. And that's if Carew did anything, right? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, Stills and, um, and, and Landry and Parker are legitimate wide receivers in this league. They play wide receivers, and, and then whatever you want to do on your option four, if it's his crew, I'm fine with that. should be a lot better. There should be – I mean, there has been at times, but is there just not enough time to get there? I don't think that's the problem, I guess, is what I'm saying. No, I don't think it is either. And uh, tight ends is a little bit of an issue because the Problem. tight ends have not been anywhere near where they should be. That's no, Cameron. Sims is okay. It's Cameron. Yeah, Sims is okay, but he's not in. He's a block. He's more of a blocking guy than he is a receiver. You know. So you know, you're still going to be lacking then in the tight end spot that you need. You he's know. He's a blocker, though, Sims. He really is. So you then know? why are we getting like pass rushes coming in all the time from the? I don't think he's in a lot. Well, who's in on that then? Well, Cameron Hurd. I mean, he's must be I, in there. I think on they go with the, 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 the receivers package, you know, and he's, or two and guys in the no back end, end, and they don't have a tight end in, you know? I see that a lot. Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense to a degree, but, um, you know, it, it, it's a little bit perplexing. It, it, it's perplexing how you cannot get any stop at all, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's perplexing that you can't get any stop at all. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. It's bad. And, and look, at our, our defense, you know, overall have been horrible, too. Our, our defensive line is supposed to be the strong point. It's supposed to be the knockout punch. You know, right? How many sacks do they have? Go, go look at No, it, it, there's something wrong there, too. And uh, How many sacks do we have? Look it up. Uh, it's not a lot for what it should be. Yeah. Um, let me get on that. You know, our, that was supposed to be the strong point of our defense, and it's – I mean, Sue is like a shadow of what he used to be. Yeah. I mean, what do you even know he's there? He, 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 I got to be honest. We watched the thing. I mean, that guy on Sue, he, he pretty much held him in check. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and 
if you're going to double team Sue, the other guy has to step up, Earl Mitchell or Jordan Phillips, and I don't see them doing anything. You know, our defensive lineman, who's this Jim Jones that took over for Cameron Wade? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, very, very blase. And, you know, this defensive line is is not doing anything to where we thought it would. You know, I mean, it's not doing anything. Um, I have 10 sacks for an offense. Yeah, total and eleven against us, which doesn't sound right, but it must be. Um, Tannehill's got to have more than that, though. I mean, there's a lot of hurries and fumbles, and then maybe he got sacked five times Thursday. Uh, didn't he get sacked another like five times against Seattle? Yeah, it, it does seem low. Let me see if I can find something else here. Um, now you you had six, you thought Cameron Wake had like five sacks. Right? I said three. I said three. Um, he's got one. <laughs> and that's what I was saying to you. I guess two got called back. Right, 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 he's been and very quiet. And, and, yeah. and, and, and yeah. listen, he's awesome. He's old. He's come over to kill him. Is he old? Is he that old? He's 33, 34. He's yeah, that old? Like that. I mean, yeah, remember, he played in Canada for yeah, a while. Yeah, but you No, I understand that. But I'm saying, I'm, I. Thought he was gonna have, you know, um, you have two has two and a half sacks. Jones has one and a half. <laughs> Must have missed that. Mario Williams has one. Yeah, I mean it's 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 very blasé there. Yep. Um, and then you go to the linebacking core, which I believe is the worst in the league. And I think that if you dissect and I, it, I forget about the two starters being out because Keomisi is terrible anyway. And, and, you know, Jenkins, I thought he was going to be good. In the last two years, has disappointed the hell out of me. I, I think he's no good either. Chico Alonso is all over the field, but usually about four steps behind the play. But you, you were you know? talking about Neville Hewitt. He's a linebacker. He's listed as a linebacker. He's a defensive cornerback. You sure they don't have him in some kind of package? Because he wears 46. And it's cornerback. Yeah, he was on A.J. Green almost the whole game. No. No, he wasn't. Yes, he that was. was he's, the one that, he's the one that bounced off of him. He'd get up the long touchdown pass. He's Dude, also he's the one a that bounced off of him. He's not a linebacker. He's 232 pounds. He's a corner. He's not. Yes, he is. That they're wrong. It's a corner. If you look at the highlights from that, so that was, uh, what's his name? That was uh, was getting dominated. Rich. He's the one that bounced off of him, Pat. He came up, he, he was covering him, and he came up to hit him after he caught the ball. Well, that may be so, but that was a short situation. Yeah. Goal line situation. He's had like three times he got, he got, he got burned on on, uh, on receivers. What would he be doing on a receiver? He's not a corner. Well, he could be covering him out of the back. He's an offensive, he's an outside linebacker. Um, he stinks, NFL. whatever he is. NFL.com, outside line, he's an outside linebacker. They had him play in corner. I don't know, man. I, I, I think you're off on that. I think you, you might have seen him in some nickel Then I saw him playing way back the whole game, getting burned by the receivers, because it wasn't once. Right, but I don't think you've seen him, you know, I, for the most part, the, the corner that was, was getting burned, time in. Yeah, I'm not into him either. I don't think Howard's any good either. It was Xavier Howard. He yeah. was the guy that really got eaten alive. I mean, that's the guy that AJ Green ate alive. And you maybe on that one where he tried to intercept and he came and hit him, maybe that was you it that was an outside it. linebacker because they were on the goal line. But he also got burned on another sideline pass by him too. So why would he be on our, on AJ Green? Well you're in a zone, so there will be yeah. outside linebackers that'll come up on the yeah. short passes. Well I saw him beat though on, on AJ Green he got burned. I can't, can't answer that one. That, that I can't answer, but um that is a little bit strange. Well, uh, regardless, he's terrible. Yeah, well, I think we quick break a look ahead to the Tennessee Titans game. <laughs> oh, boy. This is Don Shula. Happy to be on the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 
307-607-6736. Or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zant as we broadcast live from Miami Mike Sports Zone. And we'll take you up to the Monday Night Football game, which is the Giants and the Vikings. And ironically, we were just watching on the board as Randy Moss talks right now what a colossal blunder that was that had a Miami Dolphins had an opportunity to take Randy Moss. Didn't take him. Jimmy Johnson uh, traded out of the round even before it was, was you well, we know, got the permission. El- we got the elusive game breaker, John, John Avery. Avery. Yeah, and uh, basically, um, I I think the Dolphins would have been a Super Bowl team. I really think that if you look at what Randy Moss was able to do. Well, how many touchdowns did he have with Randall Cunningham oh, I, the I, first I year? I know. Marino would have uh, thrown 30 touchdowns to him. I mean, you know, you look at what Marino would have been able to do with him, and, and that just seems like, wow. I mean, you know, they were able to make the playoffs and, and you know, um, what was it? Uh, wild card. They got no. They won the wild card that year. They beat Buffalo yeah. and they went to Denver and got blown out of the division. Yeah. So they're not even able to win a playoff game. Well, I just think yeah. that they would have. It would have been Denver and Miami, you know, in the championship yeah. game for all the marbles. Well, they beat Denver earlier they beat in the year. Denver earlier in the year. So yeah, that game. Yeah. I, obviously, when they went out there, they couldn't do it. But um, yeah. See, that's not you. We're watching now. Yeah, they shot him a minute ago. Way, way he wasn't on them. I mean. Uh, Either way, there's problems in that in that secondary. So, all right, Mariota comes to town. Titans. They're playing just as bad or worse they than us. They are. I mean, this honestly, this is a game, like we said, Cleveland, they're going to win a must-win, and they almost lost that game. This is a must, must, must win, or this is going to be one of those seasons where it's just going to be even worse than you have yeah. portrayed it to be. If they don't no, it's a very unlikable it. roster. It's very unlikable. I mean, you really can't wrap your freaking arms around this team. I, you know, it's really it's put together. It's there's nothing really to like love here. You know, they're gonna have a hard time filling this new renovated six hundred million dollar stadium that they have. 
Well, let's be honest, okay? Let's, let's pick out the marquee. If you're a guy and you, or a girl, whoever, and you're going to root for this team, who is going to be the players that you would, you know, be attracted to? It's going to be Ryan Tannehill and Travis right. Lange first, right? Yes. And uh, Tannehill's play obviously hasn't been there, but I think no. people are still, they like him and stuff like that. Jarvis Landry now, his play has kind of taken a step up, but he's doing a lot of stupid things, too, that are turning people off. Yeah. Okay? Then you go to the defensive side of the football. And, it's and, and, Jones and, 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 and Well, and Sue, you're not even going to put Sue in there? I mean, he's the big no, guy. I think right? he's invisible during the game. But he's the guy that's on the commercials. Yeah, I, mean, I guess so. He's the marquee yeah. guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't see anybody really like going. Because I don't think he's a likable guy. No, he's he not came likable. over here and he was a dirty, no. dirty player. And it's, a, and it's a very, it's a position where you disappear. You disappear or you get exposed. You know what I mean? It's like you, you don't get a lot of accolades, but you get a lot of blame when things go bad. Right? Well, yeah. Well, why? It's almost like offensive line. I think it's a position that you need to be a comical character. To get noticed, and you have to be very like overweight, like the refrigerator yeah, yeah. or um, the guy like Gilbert, whatever Brown. Yeah. You, you have to be like a big lovable guy. Yeah, the like Patriots guy. Lovable, know guys. Yeah. You have to be lovable, but really huge and like and run with the Hainsworth. Right? He's he's oh, unlikable. But Will Fork. Will Fork. You know, we have the nasty guys, which is okay for a football standpoint, but it yeah. hasn't attributed. It hasn't really worked out. And that's what's so, you know. He's not worth the salary. That's for damn sure. It doesn't seem like, the, it doesn't seem like it's really worked out well. Uh, uh, and, yeah, I mean, it's, he's the highest priced player, and it's just, it hasn't translated to a dominant. And Mario Williams hasn't worked out either so far. Um, I think he got him for a song. And so I think he's playing as good as anybody else on that line. But, you know, I mean. He's not the game breaker he was. No, but he hasn't been for years. That's why you got him. Yeah. Because the game breaker he was. Well, he was blaming it on Rex Ryan's system last well, year. Well, he was like out with the Texans when he left. true. Yeah, it's true. And, and he never really did it with, with Rex Ryan. No. And so I'm not shocked with it. I thought that he would be a good addition to what was already a stellar line. If he can hold off enough that they don't double team everybody else. But. Hasn't really worked out. Like I said, Wake's been very, very quiet this year. And Sue is whatever it is. It looks like the same Sue as last year. And maybe you're right. Maybe there's only so much you can do with that position. Maybe it's a containment. He's got two and a half sacks. Maybe it's just a containment. I remember him on Detroit in the backfield all the time. I remember him getting fumbled. I got you. And, you know, I remember him kicking Aaron Rodgers in the night. I, mean, you know, I, I guess the quarterback doesn't stand back there so much because, you know, he sees how bad the secondary is. Guys are probably wide open immediately. Possible. It is possible. You know? that they, they, they and are we have no linebacker help. When was the last time we had a linebacker sack? No, it's a major problem. The linebackers on this team are a major problem. There's no way around that. How do we know that they don't, that they don't address this in the offseason? Right? It's frightening. We didn't even draft one. Because I think he thought that he pulled off his coup in this trade with Which Philadelphia. Yeah, and Maxwell, too. Don't think for a second he didn't think he was getting, like, yeah. this, you know, superstar safety. And there's no reason why you got this. And, and to be honest with you, I don't think anybody would have traded that anything for these guys, like we've said. Nobody would. Would you get... When you trade down from number eight to sixteen, that's a huge gap. Yeah, you're trading down in a top ten to go to the you know the latter part of the next ten. It's a totally different tier. You have to get rewarded heavy for that. I mean, there's people who've gotten yeah. two first round picks for that yeah. trade. I mean, it depends on the draft, but yeah, yeah. It, it's a huge trade. Yeah, it's, it's huge. a huge deal. Uh, to well, someone else was able to trade up to number two from that. Yeah, they parlayed that to number two. He might have changed the whole franchise for the next 20 years. Yeah, because of us. Yeah. You're absolutely right, because they were able to... They ended up trading that for a franchise quarterback that really looks like he's the real deal. And they would have never been able to even sniff that. No, not a 16. No. No. So, Tanner Bob was great for the Eagles this year. He was. He was. And you're right. That that shows the difference between 8 and 16. Yeah. Nobody even talks to you at 16 to do that. At 8, you're a player. You're a player. Yeah. And we and they recouped, and then by trading Bradford to Mini, they were yeah. able to recoup everything they gave up. So they actually came out of the smell like a rose. No, it, it was a stellar deal that they were able yeah. to pull off. And the funny thing was, and you joke about it all the time, but it's almost like they couldn't believe they got a fish on the line. No, what they're going to do, they, they said, shh, oh, wait, 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 time out, wait, 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 we got... We got Tannenbaum along. We're going to ask the trade 16 to 8, and and we're going to give him two guys we're going to cut next week. Hey, hold on. Let's see what he says. I'll put him on speaker. Be quiet. 
How much was a laugh going on after that one? When he hung up, he went for it. The fact is going to the devil. He got him. Oh, man. I mean, uh, he, must, he must fall down laughing when that phone rings and it's him on the other end. Yeah. It, uh, it's not a trade Bill Belichick would have made. I'll put it to you that way. No. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Well, when you have, uh, you have, you know, detriments running your organization, it's not ever going to – like I said, I don't see – I don't care if you gave it to, like, the, the Lombardis of the world, the mind trust of the best – Football minds in the world, and you gave him this team. It's okay. You have one off season to fix it. I think it's impossible. Well, Tennessee coming in. Give me, give me. I mean, you see the scheme rebound. They're gonna beat this team at home. They're gonna beat Tennessee Titans at home. It's gonna be a dog fight like every other yeah. week. Yeah, it's not gonna be an easy. Fight. Yeah, absolutely. Week five at home, Tennessee Titans is dog fight. Yeah. Yes. There's not gonna be one easy game all year. Tannehill can't put up three, four touchdowns in this game and blow them out. This isn't even gonna be that. No. Wow. They come out with the victory though. <laughs> I'm, I'm not betting my life on it. I'll tell you that. Wow. That's really gonna be something, and even I'm gonna be shocked if it doesn't come out. But I, I think the team has more holes than Swiss cheese, dude. I mean, they're not, they're not a good – it's a bad roster. I think this whole roster is terrible. I mean, you, you, like I said, I'm going to go over it one more time, and I'm everybody sick of hearing this. We have no secondary. We have no linebackers. We have the same problems as the offensive line. We have no running game, and we have a quarterback that's going backwards. So where are you going with this? I'm anticipating uh, plus 20 offensively and three touchdowns and taking care of this. But you know what? You're absolutely right. There's no reason that I should expect that. And – you know, weather could be a factor too, right? Yeah, that's be a true. We can have that. You know that. Well, maybe the game will get canceled. Maybe that's the best thing that can happen. You should only hope. <laughs> oh boy, unbelievable. So if we went to Tennessee, we'll really get blown out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, well, on that note, see how it plays out. We'll see you next week in the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a brew Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing.